Welcome to Joey's podcast. It's about helping others. And uh, today I am going to talk about being passionate about what you do. It's a pretty cliche uh, topic, but um, it's something that I really base a lot of my uh, uh, ability to help others on because um, while it's cliche and, and people go, you've got to be passionate about what you want to do, you know, you've got to do what it takes, you've got all the, the motivational things. Um, I kind of talk about passion in a more personal way in that um, a lot of times uh, people will go to the other extreme and they're like, you've got to find yourself and your passion and what you want to do in life and, you know, follow your dreams. Uh, and I kind of fall somewhere in the middle. I, I, I believe that uh, you do need to find your passion and you need to find what it is you're good at and take note of that. But I also feel like uh, you do have to kind of create discipline around your passion. And that can sound a little daunting or structured, but what I really mean by discipline is, uh, I mean, take yourself seriously. Take you seriously, like take yourself seriously. Because um, until you take yourself seriously with your passion, very few other people will. And uh, I'll give you some examples of that and, um, as, as we go through this podcast. But I really believe that um, most of the time people feel like they're not doing what they want in life or they can't get a leg up in life. Um, a lot of it is that uh, they have to find themselves and, f- with, and then find their passion and, uh, and kind of, my gut was to say step it up, but that kind of sounds like uh, they're being lazy or something. And it, uh, this idea of finding your passion has nothing to do with lazy. It has more to do with you um, seeing what's preventing you from feeling like you can, if that makes sense. And, uh, and the reason I talk about this is because when, once you find your passion, you can go and, and, and do it with, ver- with relatively low anxiety. Um, when you find something that you love to do, that you're good at, and, uh, and that while challenging is something that's rewarding, you often will find that um, it doesn't feel like work anymore. For example, I love teaching. Uh, I love going into the classroom. I, I, have, I love working with students. Uh, I love trying to uh, figure out how to uh, get a concept across in a, in a non-traditional way. So I love uh, doing, using alternative pedagogy and andragogy, or again, the way in which we teach. I love thinking about different ways. I've talked about how I do project-based learning, and that's, that's a big part of, uh, of kind of how my passion for teaching doesn't feel like work. When I walk into my office or walk into my classroom, there's no heavy breaths. Uh, I look at it as an opportunity to go and do what I love. And um, when I'm up in front of my students or when I'm talking to them one-on-one or even when I'm doing my admin work, um, it's something I don't take for granted. There are a lot of things that I am not as passionate about that I would dread doing uh, eight to five, Monday through Friday. 
And, um, and I think about that. If I start having a hard time at, at, at my job, even though I'm passionate about it, you know, I, I, I always try and be very reflective about, you know, uh, what it is relative to what I want to be doing. Because um, I feel like doing your passion and then doing what you need to be doing to get things done, meaning pay your bills, take care of your family, uh, take care of yourself and others, um, there's a balance, there's a dance to it. And that's kind of where the discipline comes in. That's kind of where uh, I'm not so whimsical about follow your, drop everything and follow your passion and, and go, go do it and everything will fall into place. Um, I, ag I agree with that, but I think you kind of want to have a plan. You want to, as, as I've been going through my plan, personal plan, I kind of say you want to be able to see the, f the, the forest from the trees, you know, meaning that um, I, I, I have a lot of things I'm passionate about, and there's a lot of things that I'm working on uh, in parallel. You know, I have this business, I have my uh, teaching career, I have my cycling, I have my bouldering, I have my photography. Of course, I have my family and my wife and my kids and my extended family and my friends. Um, I have my automotive uh, culture that I love to study. I have Chicano studies that I do. Um, I love audio production, video production. And so it, it, it's, and that's just a few of the things that I'm, I'm passionate about. But I have to have uh, uh, a balance in my life to do them. And um, whether you're an entrepreneur, an artist, uh, working in uh, public relations or advertising or in sales, or, uh, or you own your own business, your own small business, or you're doing a startup, you know, finding out what drives you, what you don't like to do so that you can find others to help you do it um, is very important. And it's something that uh, I believe when people take the time to kind of be very conscious about what their passions are, how they can fulfill uh, their passions within their life, um, it will help them have some calmness and some extra smiles every day because you, you see people every day that aren't following their passions. They're the people that are at work that keep talking about work. <laughs> They're the people at work that um, you know have major problems and uh, and keep looking for someone else to bail them out and uh, and I want to be very clear I have been that person <laughs> you know? I've been there I've done that um, I've also uh, you know life is a journey I've, I've been in those situations and, and had to be very self-reflective about it and I've also been in situations at a job where um, my passion overrode uh, my desire to do what I was being told to do at a job. Uh, my last university, uh, for those of you all that don't know, they shot and killed one of my best students, one of their police officers. He was unarmed and he pulled him over at his apartment complex in his parking spot and somehow ended up shooting my student four times in the back and once through the eye. And uh, my student passed away, and I had to take 10 students of mine to a, uh, a funeral and to an open casket viewing. And, and um, it was very, very traumatic. You can look it all up. Uh, his name is Cameron Reedus. And um, 
he is the epitome of someone that has passion. He is the epitome of someone that was following his dreams and uh, very, very much so a free spirit and also uh, creating discipline around his passion for uh, doing film. He was working with the Women's League at the time, doing a video for him. He had worked at Christian summer camps for the past, I think, three years before he passed away. And he was uh, uh, on the dean's list uh, at, at the university I was at. So um, when, I, when I talk about following your passion, I, I don't mean that you need to do what everybody tells you uh, in order for you to do your passion because you have to be disciplined. I mean, sometimes you do have to, sometimes your passion is that, that you're going to teach and you're going to teach these students right from wrong even when it doesn't fit with your current job or fit with your current situation. And um, so I, you know, I look at, at where those kids that went to that, to that funeral with me are and, and they have followed their passions and they're all going and doing great things. And it's been really wonderful to kind of see them flourish and um, wonderful to kind of see people get to take uh, what happened with Cameron and, um, and follow their passions out because uh, he literally wrote um, on his on his last project that he did for a class, he said, uh, "Here, I'll pull it up. Give me one second. I'll I'll kind of talk for a second while I pull it up." But um, he uh, he had done a, a magazine project, and one of his uh, pages, his last quote was, um, "Someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you." Act when you have the chance. Act now. And that was uh, Cameron Reedus wrote that in 2013. He passed away just a few weeks after that. And I really feel like he was somebody that exuded that spirit of having a passion for what he did and having a passion for sharing it with others. And um, that's kind of like definitely a part of my life that, you know, I mean, you can tell my tone changed as after I started talking about it. Um, definitely a part of my life that made me had to grow and made me had to take my passion for teaching in a whole new direction and uh, it wasn't all fun and games for some years there literally like four years um, but I just kept going because I love teaching that much and I love helping other people that much and so um, I guess my my point is with that with that example is um you know your journey versus your passion you know has has multiple trajectories it takes you in a lot of different places um, when I finished at that university I, uh, I had to go and search for a job for a year because I wasn't able to find one I put, had to put 40 applications in and to be able to, to do my passion again to be able to teach and uh, during that year, I opened this hi-fi store, and uh, I started working out. And there's a whole article about it on mygeekylife.com. You can go to the website. It's uh, in the description. That talks about how I had to kind of foster my other passions into careers and into uh, larger hobbies of mine to help me cope with the fact that I wasn't getting to do my passion that had been kind of uh, taken away from me 
and also uh, challenged me. You know, it's, it, it, was, it was something that challenged me to go, hey, like you're passionate about this and if you just do what everybody tells you to do, you can keep doing it. Or if you stick to your convictions, you know, you can give this passion up for a little while and the road's gonna be hard and you may not get it back. You may not be able to teach again. And, uh, and you know, I, I teach now and I love teaching and that's why I, I continue to do it. But um, it was something that, that really kind of taught me, you know, following your passion is what does get you through those times though because now that I'm teaching again, I feel great, it feels wonderful. And, um, and when I would have that hard, hard or have those hard times, um, throughout the uh, 2017 and, and, and 2018 while I searched for another position. Um, you know, it was, it was meeting up with my former students, seeing what they were doing, looking at their successes. And, you know, I've taught probably a thousand students by now and they've all gone on to do really great things. I mean, they're, it's, it's a very rewarding uh, a passion to have. Um, so yeah, so I just kind of wanted to share that with with the world because I think that oftentimes when we talk about passion, we're maybe talking about, I want to start a business or I want to uh, be an artist. And, um, and sometimes that, that's such an ominous statement that uh, it's kind of overwhelming to say, okay, we'll go do that. And it comes down to a lot of smaller questions. So when you're helping others learn their passion, a lot of times, uh, you know, what I recommend doing is asking them what they already love doing and asking them what they, what they don't like doing so much and then uh, asking them what's easy for them to do, what they do well. And, um, and letting that conversation not be so much for your assessment of telling them what you think they should do, but for them to hear it out loud for themselves and for them to have to start going on this journey of saying, these are the things I like to do. These are the things I don't like to do. You know, this is what I, I'm saying I'm passionate about. Okay, what, you know, the next question is, what are your actions saying? You know, what actions have you taken to make these things a reality? If you were going to make an action today, what would it be? You know, where would you like to see yourself in five years thinking that you can follow your passion? You know, what would be a compromised version of that? Those kinds of questions get people to kind of have to think open-endedly about themselves. And, uh, and I try not to offer too much assessment at that point because I just want them thinking about it and their process because a lot of times when you try and help people find their passion, they may think you're trying to tell them what you think their passion is or that you're trying to get them to go do something and uh, you may be trying to manipulate or, or push them in a certain way. Because oftentimes when people are trying to figure out what they're passionate about, they themselves are in a tough spot. They are in a transitionary moment in their life. They're at an impasse. And they're trying to see within themselves, within their own internal struggles, you know, how will I proceed uh, 
and how do I proceed in a way that's going to be fulfilling? You know, how do I get to that question? Whether they're intentionally asking themselves that question or their actions are showing that's what is going on in their life. You know, being a facilitator of, of finding one's passion means that you have to kind of work at their pace. And some people, it will take five minutes. And some people, uh, it will take years. And then watching the progression of that passion evolve and mature and refresh and change over time is what I kind of uh, call the journey. You know, it's the journey of, of following your passion. And that has rupture. It has great moments. It has sad moments. But it's, it's something that people endure to, uh, to be able to have what we call life, you know, to be able to, to go and say they're doing what they love and to not have uh, too many regrets about following, you know, following their dreams. I really believe that you should follow your dreams, but I also think you need to have uh, uh, some discipline while doing it, as I laid out here. And I think if you do that, you'll find that when you walk into meetings, when you walk into seeing your family, when you walk into to that mirror in your bathroom and, and you see yourself, you can sit there and go like, hey, like I'm, I'm putting it all out there. I'm not perfect, but I'm following what I want to do and I'm earnestly trying to help others do that as well. And I, I, for me, that has value. For me, it has uh, a cultural value, it has social value, and it has economic value. People value others who are watching out for them. People value those who are in a management position that are, are, are making sure that, that the people uh, that, that work with them are uh, being thought about and being uh, optimized in a way that makes them feel fulfilled. So, you know, uh, and then again, in like nonprofits and in advocacy and, advocacy and, and in your religious life, you know, th those are some of the core tenets of, of what you're trying to do is, is you want people to be happy. And if they're following their passion, um, it definitely helps them get into that, that zone and into that space. So I hope this, uh, this podcast is, is fun. And uh, I know I got real serious there for a moment. But as you can see, I'm doing my passion. I, mean, I literally, you can see my bikes back there. I, I literally get to ride out of this shop uh, uh, during the during the times that I'm here and uh, I get to go bouldering two miles from here and I I live downtown with my wife in San Antonio Texas when I'm not in, uh, at my other uh, a job and uh, and we try and optimize you know our passions to uh, uh, create a space that we like living in it's not just Instagram photos and trying to portray that I mean I'm literally trying to do that throughout my life and, um, and some cynical people might say, oh, well, you're just trying to create something that doesn't exist. And I'm like, okay, like, I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah, I am. I'm trying to create something that, that doesn't exist but can exist for me because I'm willing to go there. And I'll put the time and the work in and the little things of, like, going to the grocery store for my wife and making sure she has what she needs and, you know, making sure my kid gets out to the park and, and uh and my f and you know thanking my family for helping them get car rides here and there uh, uh to get my kid to certain things and 
and all those little intangibles so that when I post those photos or post up what I'm doing, uh, people are, are uh, know that it's like I'm not, I'm not posting it for any other reason than that I'm excited and I love sharing that excitement with others. So uh, thank you so much and I hope you all have a most wonderful week.